We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for June 21st, 2009. And today we're going to segue off the uh, Hebrew Roots Movement study that we've been doing and uh, give you an update on the swine flu, avian flu, forced vaccinations, uh, the pharma cartel, all the things that are encompassed within that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit maybe even about chemtrails as well. Regarding my background on this subject, uh, about three about three years ago, I actually did a 14-city tour on the uh, subject of the avian flu and depopulation, the New World Order, uh, these types of things. And um, we've actually got a DVD that you can order on uh, Prophecy Club. Um, and uh, you can order it through Cutting Edge Ministries. Now, I'm not affiliated with the Prophecy Club anymore, okay? But they do have it, and um, Cutting Edge Ministries also have it, has it with David Bay. And it's called Avion Flu, Killer of Millions. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to let you know I do have somewhat of a background uh, when I'm speaking about this particular issue. And... Uh, also, I want to thank everybody that's that's um, contributed and, and donated to this to this ministry. I, I know I don't say that enough. Uh, you're, the people that are praying for this ministry, and um, you know the overwhelming response that I've gotten. I just, you know, I praise the Lord Jesus Christ for you. And and uh, I just can't. Uh, there's a lot of times I just can't thank everyone. Um, and so a lot of times I just have to do it here on on the radio or. or wherever you're hearing me right now, and um, I pray God bless you tenfold what you've done, you know, for me, and you, for your prayers, and, and everything else that the people have done out there. Uh, regarding this particular subject, we're going to start with an article from Cutting Edge, and it's from the Associated Press. It's entitled, Who Swine Flu is Unstoppable Declares Phase 6 Pandemic. Now, a lot of people don't know that they've actually declared a level 6 pandemic regarding the swine flu, which is as high as it gets. Now, it would be a baby level 6 pandemic by by the standards of, let's say, the 1918-1919 Spanish flu that killed 50 to 100 million. It's hard to get a really rock-hard total on how many people that killed for various reasons, but... It is a, we're at a level six pandemic level right now with this new swine flu hybrid. This is from the Associated Press, June 12th. It's from out of Geneva, Switzerland. The World Health Organization declared a swine flu pandemic on Thursday, the first global flu epidemic in 41 years. So this 41 years, you know, it's been since we've had a global flu epidemic. As as infections in the United States, Europe, and Australia, South America, and elsewhere climb to nearly 30,000 cases, the long-awaited pandemic announcement is a scientific confirmation that a new flu virus has emerged and is quickly circling the globe. Now, please remember, this is cutting edge, please remember our earlier revelation concerning the swine flu, that it is a nasty mashup of swine, avian, and human viruses. See, they call it swine, swine meaning pig. But it's actually a combination of the pig, the human, and avion, which means bird. It's a combination. It's, it's genetically engineered, in other words, and we're going to discuss that more later, that was actually created in a laboratory. This kind of stuff just doesn't happen in nature by chance, in other words. 
Therefore, discerning people should understand that the virus was created either to kill, created to kill the massive numbers of people, and to condition people to accept vaccinations at that time, which will be actually tainted to cripple the masses. Now, this was the main subject of my avian flu presentation. You can go up on YouTube right now and watch it, uh, or listen to it. I, you can see my slides. Uh, just key in Dr. Scott Johnson on YouTube or avian flu, and you should be able to find it pretty easily. I've got three different presentations up there, and uh, one's on the colloidal silver, one's on, and then two are on more of the uh, avian flu and all the things that surround that. Now remember, again back to cutting edge, also that an Israeli expert stated that late of 2009 that the swine flu was actually a bioweapon, a biological weapon. Former Defense Minister William Cohen revealed that such bioweapons actually exist. During a terrorism conference on April 28, 1997, uh, William Cohen, former Defense Minister, says, Alvin Tolfer has written about this in terms of some scientists in their laboratories trying to devise certain types of pathogens that would be ethnic-specific so that they could just eliminate certain ethnic groups and races. What is funny, I quoted him in my avian flu presentation where he talked about the fact that they actually have technology and they've had it since 1970 where they can control the weather, earthquakes, uh, you name it, when it comes to nature. They have got weather warfare equipment that is out there and it's a matter of fact and I give you all of the proof of that from their own documentation in the avian flu presentation. So... He's, he said quite a few things, this William Cohen guy. So it seems likely that the Illuminati has planned for certain races to be virtually extinguished during the, quote, cleansing phase of their Masonic Christ. Now, this would be like the arrival of the Antichrist. During my research in 1999, this is David Bay talking, I learned that the global elite plans to have only two races of people alive as the world moves completely into the New World Order. The ruling class would be the European whites and the working class would be the Chinese. When the time arrives for the fourth seal to be unleashed upon the world, a variety of ethnic-specific pathogens could be unleashed, wiping out specific races entirely. Now, I'm not going to take any kind of hardline dogmatic stance on that last paragraph that I just read. I think there's some interesting, interesting points to be made. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is the one in control, though. So, to say they're going to be able to wipe out a whole race of people does not seem to line up with what the Word of God... Because the, Lord's, the Lord Jesus Christ is in control. He's seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, ever making intercession for the saints, and I just don't believe that's going to happen. That may be their plan, but um, you know that remains to be seen. So at this point, we encourage you to read an archived article which we posted during the avian flu SARS outbreak a few years ago. And again, this article is called Death by Plague. It's News 2088... That's what it's under. Now, if you go up to Cutting Edge, it, it's a, and you try to get access to these types of articles, it is a subscription. I think it's like $25 a year. It's well worth it. Got some good information up there. Going further, for now, though governments throughout the world are gearing up to vaccinate their people, guaranteeing untold billions of dollars of profit to the vaccination companies. And this is another reason, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil. So we've got the profit motive. We're, and we're going to get into this in much more depth today. I've also done a, a teaching on pharmacia. 
and sorcery and witchcraft that relates to what we're going to be talking about today uh, that you might want to access, just go to my homepage on Sermon Audio, and uh, I'm going to be under Scott A. Johnson. Uh, I had him add my middle initial because there's another Scott Johnson up on Sermon Audio, so it's Scott A. Johnson, and if you go to Sermon Audio, do a keyword search. Actually, all you really have to do at this point is just put my name on Google or YouTube or uh, any of the search engines in pretty much all over the first page. So, praise the Lord. Anyway, uh, going back further, for now, the governments throughout the world are gearing up to vaccinate their people, guaranteeing untold billions of dollars of profit to the vaccination companies. And I know I read that, but to say that again, the thing that we're going through with the swine flu right now is more, I believe, more of a, they're gearing us up. They're ramping things up. They're getting us conditioned mentally to accept mass vaccinations. It's giving them the excuse to enact legislation pretty much behind closed doors to take away our individual freedoms. Now, the legislation, a lot of that legislation is already in place. We're going to be talking about that as well today. But it's just allowing them to firm things up much more and condition the populace to, uh, to a lot of the draconian things they're going to try to attempt to pull. This is a quote from the WHO, not the rock group, the WHO, but um, the WHO, the World Health Organization, Chief Dr. Margaret Chan. She says, The WHO will now ask drug makers to speed up production of a vaccine, which it said before would be available after September. So a lot of people are predicting right now that it's going to be the fall when things really get nasty and they're going to really try to get... See, we, we would have at, at that point already had maybe, I don't know, so let's say six months for argument's sake of conditioning regarding this. And it would give them the excuse to say, okay, now we finally have this vaccine ready. Okay, Now, if you watch my avian flu presentation, it's not my information. I'm not making this stuff up. But you can come to no other conclusion when you see the documentation that the Spanish flu of 1918-1919 was actually created and spread through the vaccinations. And the people that refused the vaccinations didn't get sick. But the ones that took it could be hale and hearty one day and dead the next. And the, and the doctors were even admitting it in their medical reports as a foregone conclusion. But it just never came out because the media has you know, pretty much been controlled. Why would they do anything different now? Why are they so pushing this vaccination plan? And we're going to really be looking at the vaccinations today in depth. So, the declaration of a... Uh, the declaration will also prompt governments to devote more money towards efforts to contain the virus. This Dr. Chan says, we're under phase six alert right now, which is the highest level, which means a pandemic or global epidemic is underway. The world is moving into the early days of its first influenza pandemic of the 21st century. Sean told reporters the virus is now unstoppable. That's what the chief of the World Health Organization, this doctor said, that this virus is now unstoppable. So, 
what I believe a lot of things that we're seeing right now, yeah, there's not a lot of people dying from this, proportionately. Most likely, many more people are dying from just regular flu right now than they are from this. And in fact, that's a fact. But she's saying the virus is unstoppable. So in other words, we're just kind of in this, this phase now where it's allowing them to gear up and ramp up until this unstoppable virus finally really takes off. And at that point, guaranteed, they're going to have their vaccination plan in place, their drug plan in place, and their legislation all enacted that they need to do. However, we do not expect to see, uh, this is what she's saying, this Dr. Chan, however, we do not expect to see a sudden and dramatic jump in the number of severe and fatal infections. In other words, it's this global pandemic that's unstoppable, but we don't expect to see a sudden or dramatic jump in the number of severe and fatal infections. In other words, it's kind of like they're making a mountain out of a molehill is really what they're doing. So let us finish this segment by examining the Illuminati plan. I mean, there's probably more people right now dying around the world of lightning strikes or, or windsurfing accidents or something like that than, than this virus is actually killing. But again, remember, the media is totally controlled by, this, by the Illuminati, which in essence is the 13 families that run the earth, Rothschilds being at the very, very top. Satan being over them. And again, yes, you can get a lot more complex if you want to give a description on that particular term, but I'm just, in generalities, saying that. They're really devoting a lot of time to something that, uh, you know, on paper isn't really that big of a deal. But they're doing that for a reason. Okay? And that's why we should be paying attention to this. People, there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, it's, it's just, there's no validity to this, just ignore it, it's just a, well, I disagree from the standpoint that I know what they did in 1918, 1919 through the vaccination program and the Spanish flu, which killed 50 to 100 million people. And at the time, we only had, what, like a, a quarter of the world's population as we do now, so that was a lot more proportionately people died than, you know, we're, we're seeing now. From that standpoint, I think it is something that we really should pay attention to. So let's go for a little bit further. So let us finish this segment by explaining the Illuminati plan. This is from a Dr. Aurelio Pichy of the Club of Rome. And he says, To take control of the world, to reduce the world to a safe level by a process, and this is world population, by a process of benevolent slavery and genocide. Benevolent slavery? Yeah. That means they're going to be real nice to us as our slave masters. Ben benevolent slavery and genocide, <laughs> meaning they're going to try to wipe out as many people as they can kill. The only alternative left to the world's ruling elite was to increase the death rate. Uh, then it goes on to say, that advocated that a plague be introduced that would have the same effect as the Black Death of history. See, I, got, I have this quote in my slideshow that talks about this. And essentially, what their plan is, is if they could introduce something like the Black Death, where millions and millions, 
hopefully, for them, hopefully, billions die. There would be nothing in that. The, the, the quote essentially goes on to say, there would be nothing, that, nothing in that to defend the consciences of the devout, meaning the people that are of a, of a religious persuasion. The reason that is, is because, and particularly Christians, if you think what is happening to you is just a result of some mutated pathogen that ends up causing some pandemic, you can't really be mad at anybody. That was just Mother Nature, which I can't stand that term. It's like Father Time and Mother Nature. Sorry. Anyway, um, if we can, in other words, if they can get us to believe that it's all Mother Nature's doing and they had nothing to do with it, well, then that's not going to really offend you. Because, hey, it's just happened. What can you do, you know? Just wash your hands more. Make sure you wear those masks. Practice good hygiene. Eat your green peas and vegetables. Now, I understand there's certain things, yes, you should do hygiene-wise. But we're going beyond that today. So, in other words, they're trying to get your eyes off what they're actually doing in the laboratory to say that this is just something that, you know, is going to happen. We can't stop it. They're saying it is unstoppable. That's what the highest level, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, is doing. Now, the information that I reported to you on the avian flu is absolutely 100% just as applicable to the swine flu. In fact, as we stated before, this is a genetic mix-up, a, a genetic uh, combination of avian, swine, and human flu. So the, the avian flu is in this. Just a little different way they're approaching it. So Jesus also foretold of the devastating plagues at the end of the age, like in Luke 21, 11, and 10. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be in diverse places. And again, we see a lot of that today. We've got all of the, the nation rising against nation now. I mean, like never... I mean, there's a lot of volatility in the world. And this is going to precede World War III. Kingdom against kingdom, great earthquakes shall be in diverse places. We've got more earthquakes now um, proportionately than we've ever had ever. Now, that's not on the front page of the news, but if you do the statistics... It's, it's exploded in the last, really, 15, 20 years. Famines, and then it says, and pestilences, which would fall under the uh, heading of this avian flu. And fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven. In fact, we've already had a lot of this other stuff. It's already going on actively. Kingdom against kingdom, nation against nation, earthquakes in diverse places, famines. The pestilences is the one thing that really hasn't kicked in yet. So, just something to think about there. Now, we're going to segue now into a different article. This is a compilation of, of different news articles and sources. I, I have a, uh, a free internet newsletter that I put out. One is health-oriented, and one is um, uh, biblical issues that relate to current end-time events. Proactive stuff. I'm trying to you know, be proactive about this in as much as possible. I understand that this is going to have to happen in order to fulfill biblical prophecy, but 
as the Bible says, to occupy till I come, till Jesus Christ comes back, to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints, to be salt and light. Salt is a preservative and a potential irritant. Light always exposes darkness. To reprove the unfruitful works of darkness, to shed light on them, to mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them for they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ but their own belly and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Romans 16, 17, and 18. There's a lot of different Bible verses that, that talk about this. You know, to, to try to be a watchman. To, to if, you, you know, if you see something evil that is going to befall your brother, you need to warn him about it. I mean, wouldn't you want that done for you? Um... So this is the, the purpose of this ministry. This next article we're going to segue into is, um, looks I think it's a combination of some of the stuff from InfoWars and also Euromed. This was put out on June 17, 2009. And uh, it says, The WHO has declared a swine flu N1H1 pandemic. Uh, this will probably imply the governmental demands for universal mass vaccinations under penalty for not complying. Flu vaccine contains squalene oil as an adjuvant, meaning they put it in the vaccine. Squalene oil. Micropaleontologist Dr. Vera Scheibner conducted research into the adverse of adjuvants in vaccines and wrote, squalene contributed to the cascade of reactions that caused the Gulf War sim- Syndrome. So you ever heard of Gulf War Syndrome? People coming back from the Gulf War and they got all these crippled, debilitating things wrong with them? Well, it's a combination. It's a combination of the horrific vaccines they were getting and also being exposed to what they call depleted uranium. Now, there's a whole uh, DVD that gets into this. And it's called Beyond Treason. They have tried, they've done a pretty good job of taking this down off the internet as far as being able to go up and view it. But I was able to find it, I believe, up on Google Video, Beyond Treason. Uh, in fact, you might have to look harder than that, because I tried the other day, it took me about 15 minutes to find it up on the internet. But I would highly advise if you have any doubts about any of what I'm saying, just go see Beyond Treason. You probably won't have any more doubts, because it's the people that were actually over there in charge of a lot of the vaccinations and these programs that actually got their eyes opened. These are all people in the military they're interviewing. I mean, and they're just being matter of fact and saying, this is the deal, this is what they did to us, and now we're totally devastated. It's, it's a foregone conclusion. They're, they're just using the troops to experiment on, pretty much, with a lot of these things that they're, going, they're trying to hone and perfect that will eventually be released on the masses. But the troops are the ones that are getting it first. So, I have a lot of mixed feelings when I see all the things about, you know, oh, God bless our troops, and it's coming out of some politician's mouth who probably has, you know, like, interest in, like, the uh, the drug companies or something. You know, that type of thing. It's just, there's a lot of hypocrisy there. I, I, um, I mean, praise the Lord Jesus Christ for, for, for those that have fought and died for this country and everything. But the bottom line is, is these wars have been contrived. World War One, World War Two, Korean War. War is the biggest moneymaker that the Illuminati can generate. And they create the wars and they fund both sides. And it's really sad that a lot of innocent 
particularly men, have had to die and women left husbandless over wars that were contrived for the primary motivation of making money. And um, yes, the evil appears very real when we're in these wars, but understand something. The wars have been created, fomented, contrived. It's well known the Illuminati that they do this. And they fund both sides. That way they're making money both ways. Plus, they view everyone that dies in the war as a sacrifice to Lucifer. Human sacrifice. Blood sacrifices. Which is the highest sacrifice you can give to Lucifer. This is how they practice their religion. Luciferians will put on a facade or a front of being good. Like, they can act like they're, or even appear as a philanthropist. They go around and they open hospitals and do this and that. But Luciferians believe they have to try to balance their good and their bad deeds. All of it's an abomination and a filthy rag in the sight of the Lord Jesus Christ. All of it is in, in His eyes. But they have to put on this front in this show. And then behind closed doors they can really practice their, their true intentions. And they're the ones that control you know, the media and, and these types of things and the world governments and the politicians. So we're going to talk um, more about this. The squalene oil contributed to the cascade of reactions called Gulf War Syndrome that GIs would, um, at that point, develop arthritis, fibromyalgia, rashes, photosensitive rashes, what they call malleor rashes, chronic fatigue, chronic headaches, abnormal body hair loss, non-healing skin lesions, ulcers, dizziness, weakness, memory loss, seizures, mood changes, neuropsychiatric problems, antithyroid effects, anemia, elevated ESR, which is erythrocyte sedimentation rate, lupus, multiple sclerosis, ALS, or deadly amylotrophic lateral sclerosis, that's Lou Gehrig's disease, that's some nasty stuff there. Reynolds phenomenon, um, lack of blood in the fingers, toes, Sojourn syndrome with blurred vision, chronic diarrhea, night sweats, and low-grade fever. This is a sampling of Gulf War syndrome. These are how many, many troops are and have come back in this particular condition, totally devastated physically. It's totally not you know, downplayed in the media. You can go up on um, YouTube and do some keyword searches. Uh, the one I just saw the other day, a guy had, had received, um, you know, kid came out. He's like 18 years old. They show before and after pictures of him. You can't even recognize him. He looks like a monster now. He was a good looking kid. Went in there, got his first set of vaccinations. He was never the same. Got real sick, real bloated. I'm pretty sure he went into like kidney failure. He's been on dialysis ever since. He's just totally devastated. Just from one set. And they did, and it was the day that they were doing vaccines. And um, it was totally deleted out of his record and out of all of his buddies' records that got the vaccine on that day as though it never existed. And then they finally came around and said it was a flu vaccine later. But they had totally deleted it from his record to try to cover it up. Because he knew that was the day it started. And he had documented it. This is quite common. And yes, it really is this bad, and it's even worse. But again, the Bible predicted that evil men and seducers were going to wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. 
Deception is the earmark, the hallmark. It, it, is, it is what defines the time that we're living in, if you think about it. The Bible says that in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, regarding the times we're moving into, when the Antichrist is going to be revealed in these types of things, that God is going to send the strong delusion, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth. Truth is very important according to God. And that my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge, according to Hosea 4, 6. And then it goes on to say, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, and thou shalt be a priest to me no more, and I will also reject thy children. So it is important. You know, to bury your head in the sand, if you bury your head in the sand and you say, I, I don't want to know this stuff, I, I just want to live my life, and okay, well, look at Hosea 4, 6. Look at Second Thessalonians chapter 2. The Bible says, if you continue in my word, Jesus Christ said this, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Continue in his word is a prerequisite for receiving truth. Okay, So you can get off on left field and be like a lot of people and don't want anything to do with God and, 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 and try to um, garner truth, but you're going to end up getting off on the wrong track. without the Word of God, without the Lord Jesus Christ, to assist you in this process, without the Holy Spirit. You need to be a born-again Christian. Jesus said it was expedient that I go away, because if I don't go away, the Comforter shall not come. And He shall. Then it goes on to say that He will teach you and bring to your remembrance all these things that I have taught you. The Holy Spirit is how we, we, we memorize Scripture. It's, the Holy Spirit is what guides us to truth. And how we don't get off base. Now what happens to a lot of people is they get full of pride as a Christian because of maybe they think their denomination is better than another or they're speaking in tongues and you're not. They're better. They have the gift of prophecy or whatever. They get all full of pride and then the flow of truth gets kind of perverted and cut off. Because pride goeth before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. The Bible says to this man will I look in Isaiah 66 of him that is a contrite and a meek spirit and trembleth at my word. Fear of God is a prerequisite for hearing God, I really believe. How can you go to God proud? Are you meek before God and your fellow man? Are you humble before him? Or are you puffed up? Remember, the Bible says knowledge puffeth up. So you got to be careful with this stuff because it's real easy to say, well, look, bless God, God showed me this and 99.999% of the population doesn't have a clue about any of it. I must be pretty special. You need to consider the pit from whence you were dug as, as the Bible talks about. As Paul said, oh, what a wretch of a man that I am. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? You know, all of us deserve death and hell. Apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how I feel. I, mean, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> if I got what I deserve, I'd get death and hell. I'd be the first to tell you. But anyway, these are just some things that I just mentioned just now that are important to bear in mind. Because you can get focused in on one thing and get your eyes off Jesus Christ. And then, you know, the fear of man comes over you. The Bible says the fear of man bringeth a snare. So if you fear man, which is really what we're talking about here, we're talking about the fear of man. The fear of some man or some organization vaccinating me or whatever. 
Now, again, this is why I've taught upon, people say, what do I do, what do I do? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to, they ask me, are you going to take, no, I'm not going to take the vaccination. No. If they need to put a bullet in my head, and God allows that, that's what they're going to have to do with me. I'm telling you right now, I will not take it. They'd have to force it on me, and they're going to have to get through the Lord Jesus Christ in order to do that. I'm not going to rely on my own strength or my own power, my own might. I'm going to rely on, going to rely on the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this is a big reason where there are things in the Bible that talk about, they say, well, what do we do? Well, I think the biggest thing you can do is pray. If you feel led to fast, fast. Live holy. Memorize the scriptures. Uh, strive to exemplify the fruits of the Spirit. If you're not saved, you need to get saved. Listen to my message on salvation. Just key in salvation in my keyword search box on my homepage on Sermon Audio. Because that's the prerequisite. If you're not saved, you're going to hell. And none of this stuff matters anyway to you. Because what is hell in comparison, what is hell in eternity in comparison to some avian flu thing or, or swine flu? It's nothing. This is just a short time. The Bible talks about our life is just but a vapor. Fadeth away. So, we need to keep certain things in perspective when dealing with this subject. Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ. Memorize the scripture. Primarily, you know, through the assistance of the Holy Spirit. Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.15 These are just things that we need to be doing on an, on an everyday um, basis. But there are certain things the Bible talks about where Jesus said, regarding the end times, pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things coming upon this earth. Now, if somebody's buried their head in the sand and said, I don't want nothing to do with it, and this stuff, stuff starts going down, you think you're going to be accounted worthy when you've done nothing but bury your head in the sand and done nothing to warn anyone else? You see somebody in a burning building and you just pass on by and you don't do anything about it, you know, I don't think God's going to honor that. This is why I did the study on imprecatory prayers in Psalm 64 which starts out by saying, Hear my voice, O God, my prayer. Preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of Lanosaurus privily. So, these are things that the wicked are doing. And they're plotting against the children of God. Through their father, Satan. That's their father. Jesus said, you are of your father the devil, and of his works you will do. To the Pharisees and the Sadducees, you are of your father the devil. But it goes on to say, but God shall shoot at them with an arrow. See, God's the one that does it. Remember, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. So we shouldn't, seek to uh, get vengeance on people because vengeance is God's. He will repay. God shall shoot them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded. So they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall 
flee away and shall fear and shall declare the work of God, but they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him, and all the upright in heart shall glory. It's Psalm 64. Some excerpts from that. I've done a whole study on that, in precatory prayers. It's never hardly talked about anymore. And we don't pray this prayer because we're scaredy cats in a corner and we just want everybody to leave us alone. Notice what it says in the prayer, in that psalm. It says, God will shoot at them with an arrow, suddenly shall they be wounded, so they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. So the very things they're purposing for others, it's going to happen to them. And then it says, all men shall see and fear and shall declare the work of God. What does that mean? It means that a lot of people that are unsaved are going to see and fear, fear God, and declare the work of God, and wisely consider of his doing. They're going to actually start to think about God. See, when wickedness prospers, and God allows wickedness to grow, there's, you're not going to see a lot of conversion in that environment. There's no motivation to con- for conversion. Everybody's being wicked, and they're getting away with it. Which is what it is like right now, in, in America in particular. But when judgment falls, people start to wake up and look at things and say, Wow. And if God does it in such a way that all men will see and fear and declare the work of God, where no man can take credit for it, many will be converted. Such like Ananias and Sapphira in the, in the book of Acts. Struck them both dead, but what was the result of that? Many were converted, many feared... Many were added to the, the fold that during that time. Many people got saved. Isn't that what it's all about? Getting saved. And then it says, The righteous shall be glad and the Lord shall trust in him and all the upright in heart shall glory. So what is the more fruit? It's an encouragement to those that are saved. To the Christians. It's an encouragement to them. It's encouragement to them to say, You know what? Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. He is on the throne. And not to say that that's what it should take to get you to see that. But it is an encouragement when God judges wickedness. It's an encouragement. So anyway, that's where... for I've done teachings on a lot of this stuff. Psalm 64... Uh, also one, the biblical keys to answer prayer. Then I've done one on what they call overcoming... If you just key in the word prayer in my keyword search box on my homepage, you'll get all those. There's like four different teachings that I really think are essential that you listen to regarding the day and times that we're living in. I'm sorry, I'm kind of, you know, I just wanted to add this stuff in because I don't want to get too far looking at avian or swine flu, avian flu, and not also presenting the spiritual components, which are really much more important than what we're talking about today. Very easy to get our eyes off things. And the Wikipedia says, a study linking squalene, now this is this additive they're putting in the vaccines, a study linking squalene as an experimental vaccine adjuvant to individuals with the clinical signs of Gulf War Syndrome was published in 2002. A U.S. federal judge ruled that there was good cause to believe that squalene to be harmful and he ordered the Pentagon to stop administering it in October of 2004. So there's a federal judge that ordered the Pentagon to stop administering this stuff. Something peculiar is going on, though. The Bilderberg meeting wanted to appoint the World Health Organization as the health ministry of the United Nations world government. They're all in league together. The UN, 
the World Health Organization, and the Bilderbergs. This is taking place at the highest levels. This next article is from Reuters, June 11th, and it's entitled, The Who Declares the First Pandemic in the 21st Century? World Health Organization declared the first flu pandemic of the 21st century on Thursday, urging countries to shore up defenses against the virus, which is not stoppable. Again, they're trying to emphasize the fact that it's unstoppable. But at the same time, it's proved mainly mild so far. However, the WHO imposed no restrictions on travel or contacts between people. It goes on to say, moving to a pandemic phase level 6 does not imply we will see an increase in the number of deaths or severe cases. The WHO recommended drug makers to stay on track to complete the production of the seasonal influenza vaccine. That's what it's all, that's our savior. That's what they're saying. My savior is the Lord Jesus Christ. No stinking vaccine. But it's the drug makers, the pharmacia industry, the very industry that has been set in place to dumb down and drug down and depopulate the earth through pharmacia, which is the root word for sorcery in the Bible, pharmaceuticals. That's who they're going to preposition as, as the savior of humanity. They need to stay on track to complete the production of the seasonal influenza vaccine for the northern hemisphere next winter in the next two weeks. So far, it has caused relatively mild cold-like symptoms, with, which include headaches and vomiting. Only 141 deaths among 27,737 cases at the time of the writing in 74 countries since March. In Britain, the number of confirmed cases has risen steadily to 797, about 40 fresh cases a day. This is from a source called Deutsche Welle. June 11, 2009, UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon said, quote, Our best response is a firm demonstration of global solidarity. What that's a nice way of saying is that the globe, all countries on the globe, need to be united in the way that they're going to approach this. In containing it, in quarantining it, in mass vaccinate, that's what they're saying. And we're going to prove that. The EU sponsored, it's called Blog Active, that was the source, on 6509, quotes the Washington Post. This has actually been removed from the web, but it quotes the Washington Post as saying, the media hype is not in any scale to the real threat, at least as of yet. That's my addition. It can be good entertainment like the circus in ancient Rome and a tool to put the common people's focus on trivialities. Yeah, like John and Kate plus eight. Will John and Kate and plus eight split up? Will Brad and Angelina Jolie split up? Give me a break. It's, it's called majoring on minors and minoring on majors. That's actually a term I've heard used a lot in the Baptist church. There's a lot of truth to it. They put our focus on this stuff. Now, granted, with, with the current death rate of this stuff, it's, it's not anything to, that, that we should have this much attention focused on. It's so blown out of proportion 
But again, there's a reason. Going further, this is a article from Stephen Lindman of the Global Research from June 10th, 2009, the industry-run U.S. Food and Drug Administration notoriously rushes inadequately tested drugs to market, putting their efficacy and safety into question, and turning these, those who use them, into lab rats. It includes everyone if mass vaccination is ordered on the mere claim of a public emergency where no proof is required. Where does it say that, Project BioShield, the one President Bush signed into law? I get into this on my uh, avian flu presentation. Martial law and forced vaccination can be imposed on the masses on any emergency, real or imagined. The documentation's there. I'm not making it up. Again, I'll give you the, the slide right to the whitehouse.gov uh, source. You can go read it. Of course, it's probably gigantic, but that's how they like to do things. Just bury it in the verbiage of a gigantic document, hoping no one will ever take the time to read it. But it's, it's all been documented. So if mass vaccinations are ordered, millions of Americans may ask, why have you willfully and maliciously ruined my health? Create a sick, dumbed-down, depopulated world. That's why to get rid of what they term as the sheeple people. Immunologist Dr. Pamela Aza first recognized the autoimmune diseases showing up in GIs that mirrored those in lab animals injected with the formulated squalene additives. Okay, now we're going to talk a lot about squalene. This additive here. Squalene additives are the key ingredient in a whole new generation of vaccines intended for mass immunization around the globe. So squalene, the one that's been totally linked with causing Gulf War syndrome, among other things, okay, because I can't just blame it all on squalene. There's a lot of things that were done. I already mentioned depleted uranium. But it's the key ingredient in a whole generation of vaccines intended for mass immunization around the globe. Poisons. Now, here's another thing that I need to mention. And I get into this in my PowerPoint presentation on the internet. You can go watch for free on the avian flu. Where we document 13 different vaccines that are cultured from aborted babies. Yep, you heard me right. They are cultured from aborted, what they call fetal tissue. And I give you the names of the vaccines, and you can go to the physician's desk reference and look this stuff up to see that I'm telling you the truth. They'll call it human diploid cells. That's their real nice watered-down, politically correct way of saying aborted babies. Now, do you think, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, if you get a vaccine that's cultured off an aborted baby, there, there may be not only the um, physical things that you're doing to yourself, but what about the spiritual things? What about the spiritual baggage? I mean, could you possibly be bringing yourself under some type of curse? Getting this type of garbage injected into you? I don't know, but I don't want to find out. It's like a witch's brew. And it literally is. They've got all kinds of stuff in there that, that is just unbelievable. Aluminum is one of the main things they use. Thermarazole, 
which is a mercury derivative. Mercury is absolutely, totally, unbelievably toxic. Aluminum is one of the main reasons that people get Alzheimer's. They're putting it in the vaccines. They're also spraying on it with, with the chemtrails. Now, in the um, my most my newest avian flu presentation, I've got several slides in there on the chemtrails and how they're using the chemtrails with the vaccinations as a combination. To, the, the chemtrails are being done to precondition our lungs, and the vaccinations are going to be done to uh, precondition us internally via the immune system, so that when all of this stuff is finally implemented, people will be much more susceptible to die. Because they're already going to be preconditioned. Their lungs are going to be preconditioned. They're going to have the vaccines in them. They're going to have all of the toxicity from on the pesticides and the fungicides and the herbicides they put on the foods. The tainted water with chlorine and fluoride in, in all the products they put on their body, like the deodorants and the hairsprays and all the other stuff that has propylene. And, and, and anytime you see prop or meth in the ingredient list, it's something bad you're putting on your body. You're putting on your body something that's cancer-causing. And you could go on and on and on about this particular subject. And I don't have time to get into all that today. But it's... It's like... I, I, I saw this clip one time of, of something that was like out of a, like some Batman movie where... they It was like a combination of like when you, like you use the hairspray and the the um, toothpaste and the coffee cream or whatever together, it wasn't the one thing that killed you. It was the combination of things and that's how they they set it up. So that somebody could have come along and say, hey, listen, you just gave us like 10 grams of arsenic. We're all dead. It would be way too easy to point fingers if that were the case. But if they can do this through a combination effort, part airborne chemtrails, part you know, food and water supply, part vaccination. I don't like to ever blame any one thing for anything. Part, part then in um, internal consumption of the both legal and illegal drugs. It's all pharmacia. If they can do that, then they can come out smelling like a rose because you can't really pin it on any one particular thing. It was a combination. Understand, this is what's happening here. So going back to this article, if mass vaccinations are ordered, millions of Americans may ask, why have you willfully and maliciously ruined my health? Okay, we read that, I'm sorry. Squalene um, added is the key ingredient in a whole new generation of vaccines intended for mass immunization around the globe. Squalene is not just a molecule found in the knee and elbow. It is found throughout the nervous system and the brain. When injected into the body, now remember, this isn't the exact same form of squalene that's in our body. This is synthetically derived. So when injected into the body, the immune system attacks it as an enemy to be eliminated. This is called an autoimmune response. Okay? This is a gigantic reason why we've had an explosion of autoimmune diseases in the last 50, 60 years since the vaccinations have been implemented. And why do they normally, a lot of them, occur in women because women have stronger immune systems. So when you have an autoimmune response, a woman's autoimmune response is going to be stronger than a man's because they have a stronger immune system, by and large. Therefore, mostly the autoimmune diseases happen to the women. 
Anyway. Um, eating and digesting squalene isn't a problem, but injecting it into one system galvanizes the immune system into attacking it. See, when you inject something into the bloodstream, you're bypassing all the normal routes where it would normally enter the bloodstream. Like if you ate something or inhaled something, it's got to go through a lot of different things in order to finally get in the bloodstream. The body has the time to tag it, identify it, deal with it in the process. When you inject it, you're bypassing all those natural processes and the body just says, whoa, all of a sudden this stuff's just here. And the immune system goes into hyperdrive and starts attacking it. And many times that means that it's, it's starting to attack you. Certain organ systems, wherever it chooses to settle. Many of the diseases that I just described, lupus, Renault's syndrome, Sojourn's syndrome, um, rheumatoid arthritis is another one, auto, autoimmune. Many of these diseases that I mentioned are all autoimmune diseases. And many of them were unheard of 50, 60 years ago. They weren't very prevalent because we hadn't had the modern advent of the, of the vaccinations. And now, the vaccinations have increased exponentially since they first started introducing them as well. So we're getting way, way more today than we ever were back in, you know, 50s or, what, or whatever. So going further, injecting it, the squalene, galvanizes one's immune system into attacking it, which can produce a self-destructive cross-reactions against the same molecule in the places where it naturally occurs in the body. So places that it naturally occurs, it's going to actually attack that too. It's going to probably attack the good with the bad. And where it is critical to the health of the nervous system, once self-destruction begins, it does not stop as the body keeps making the molecule that the immune system is trained to attack and destroy. And again, this is all by design. Squalene is a kind of trigger for a real biological weapon, what Soviet researchers called a biological time bomb. Oil adjuvants are the most insidious chemical weapon ever devised, including ones with squalene. And that was a quote from a Dr. Matsumoto and Dr. Pam Aza, the lady we just quoted. Let me read that again. Oil adjuvants are the most insidious chemical weapon ever devised. I think that's enough reason right there not to take the shots. And that's coming from them. It's not coming from me. I'm just passing this information along. That's all I'm doing. All I'm doing is acting as a liaison. I'm not claiming anything. I'm telling you what they're saying. And these aren't, you know, these are MDs saying this. They're part of that system. So what American scientists conceived as a vaccine booster was another nanobomb, instigating chronic, unpredictable, and debilitating disease. Using squalene in vaccines is outlandish and criminal. Let's go further. This is from Global Research, June 13th. It looks like governments around the world will either force these vaccinations on the public or launch a massive propaganda campaign to trick you into submitting to a jab. If they attempt to force these untested, essentially experimental vaccines on you, cite the Nuremberg Code, which states, the quote, the voluntary consent of the human subject is essential. No experimental vaccine should be conducted where there is a 
prior reason to believe that death or disabling injury will occur except perhaps in those experiments where experimental physicians also serve as subjects. That's part of the Nuremberg Code that you could cite. I don't really think they're going to probably give you that option. I think it's going to come to a time with Christians that they're going to have to just totally rely on the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not saying don't prepare. I'm not saying just ignore and just go about your merry business and do absolutely nothing. I mean, unless that's what the Lord Jesus Christ is absolutely, totally convicting you to do. But the Bible says, The prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, and the simple pass on and are punished. So the Bible says the prudent man foreseeth evil. That's what we're seeing. Are we foreseeing evil today? Sure. That's, that's pretty much what this whole ministry is about. We're foreseeing evil. And hideth himself. But the simple pass on. and are put, The simple say, ah, whatever. Bless God, I'm just going to keep going to Smiley. I'm going to keep watching Smiley Joel Osteen on TV. And that big twirling globe behind his back. And everything's going to be great. He said it's going to be great. Benny Hinn said it's going to be good. The dominionists say it's going to be good. In fact, it's going to get so good that we're going to usher in the kingdom and Jesus Christ is going to have no choice but to come back and come back to this earth. And you know, Well, you, all of us have options. We all have a free will. God does not kick the door down to your heart. I'm just trying to be a watchman and tell you what they're planning. Again, it's, it's another reason to pray Psalm 64. And there's many psalms you can pray, okay? I mean, the word of God, you know, every word of God is pure, as the Bible says, okay? The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Psalm 12, 6 and 7. Verse 8 which is interesting, Psalm 12, verse 8 says, that the wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. Think about that. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. Well, I, we, we got the vilest man I've ever seen, ever, in politics, exalted right now as our president. And what does the Bible say when that happens? That the wicked will be walking on every side Feel like the walls are kind of closing in? Be a good soldier. Earnestly contend for the faith. Don't give up. Don't give up. I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care how dark it gets. The Bible predicted it was going to be this way. Keep fighting. However God's called you to fight. We're not all called to fight exactly the same way. We are the body of Christ. Can the eye say to the finger, to part of me, I have no need of you? No, we're all important in different ways. Okay, so whatever the Lord's calling you to do, just do it to your best ability. You know, there was a lot of years I didn't do what I'm doing now. I was, it was more of a training period to get me to the point where I, I can get this information out now. But for most of my Christian life, I wasn't doing this. I was, it was a preparation so, again, you might not, you know, the, the, the Lord has a lot of people in training as well. The next article is Associated Press, June 16, 2009. Schools are being put on notice that they might even be turned into shot clinics. This is Associated Press. Health 
And Human Services Secretary Kathleen Sebelis said Tuesday she is urging school superintendents around the country to spend the summer preparing for that possibility. Remember, they're preparing over the summer. What, for the fall? Yeah, fall, winter. It's when it seems to be that they're going to pull the trigger on this thing. No decision has yet been made on whether and how to vaccinate millions of Americans against the new flu strain that the New World Health Organization last week formally dubbed as a pandemic, meaning it is now circulating the globe unchecked. But the U.S. is pouring money into development of a vaccine in anticipation of giving at least some people the shots. Oh, right. Yeah, that's why they got all this legislation enacted where they can force vaccinate us. So I'm saying this is, uh, I'm not making this stuff up. This is what they're saying, not me. So I just want everybody to be warned. I am going to go, I believe, to, I think I'm going to go to part two here. Actually, I'm going to do a little bit more because I want to try to get this into two parts. I don't want this to go to a third part. I really wanted to do this in one part, and I kind of apologize, but what I did is I started looking back over my old Avion Flu newsletters, and a lot of the information is applicable to this particular teaching. A lot of this information I've acquired over the last three to four months, and what I did is I just kind of compiled the key points into this teaching so that we would have a real broad look at this. Uh, going further, Gary Matsumoto is a New York-based award-winning investigative, investigative journalist. In his 2004 book, Vaccine A, a covert government experiment that's killing our soldiers and why the GIs are only the first victims, end of quote. That was the name of his book. It wasn't a short title, okay? The covert government experiment that's killing our soldiers and why GIs are only the first victims. In other words, they're only the first victims. We're next. That's the name of this guy's book. Award-winning investigative journalist, Gary Matsumoto. He took sharp issue with the IOM results and the Pentagon's denial of the Gulf War syndrome. Investigating the shadowy vaccination development world, he discovered the U.S. military employed doctors and scientists conducted Secret medical experiments on the U.S. citizens in violation of the Nuremberg Code and fundamental medical ethics. They've been conducting experiments on Americans for decades and decades and decades. Now, Dr. Stan Monteith has a whole uh, DVD on this you can buy. Dr. Stan Monteith. And uh, I forget the name of it, but you, if you look up his name and uh, key in the population, you'll find it. Now, I don't agree with, with, I've learned some kind of disturbing things about him as of late uh, regarding his theology and stuff that, you know, like that. But is in regarding the material he puts out, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's irrefutable. He's just citing things that they've admitted to, okay? They've been experimenting on us for decades and decades and decades. Easily provable. It's all been documented, and uh, he's probably done the most extensive 
succinct study on that I've seen. But when you kind of come away from watching that, you're going to kind of feel a little bit hopeless. He doesn't really give you the full biblical. And he does mention some things in there, but um, just bear that in mind. It's a little bit depressing if, if you watch it. So anyway, going further... According to Matsumoto, the Pentagon violated these and other standards, meaning the Nuremberg Code and fundamental medical ethics. They betrayed the troops and fundamental duty of the military and civilian leaders to protect them. In other words, they betrayed the, the troops and, and um, they were supposed to protect them, but they didn't. Since at least 19, 1987, biowarfare development trumped the welfare of thousands of GIs used as human guinea pigs for inoculation with experimental unliced anthrax vaccines containing squalene, administered involuntarily without disclosure of its harmful effects to the human health. See, if you go, if you join the military, they own you. Just watch. If you want to join the military, yeah, just just watch Beyond Treason. Had a guy the other day, um, dear sister, emailed me and asked me if I would help talk somebody out about joining the military. I didn't need to. I just sent him the uh, the video to uh, Beyond Treason. <laughs> he told me he tore up his enlistment papers the next day. I didn't say anything to him. I just said, here, watch this video. Um, but uh, again, and I, it's, it's a little bit tough to find. I had to search for a while. It, but if you, if you do a keyword search, you should be able to find it. You can buy it, too. You can buy the, the documentary. It's it's so it's so documented as well. When I got the I've got the DVDs actually, and one of the DVDs is the actual presentation. The other DVD is all the paper documentation to prove what they're saying. So they've really done their homework on that one. It's terrible. I mean, it, it's just it, it's horrific. What's going on? It, it's really horrific what they're doing to the troops. Terrible. But anyway, they betrayed the troops. Since at least 1987, biowarfare development trumped the welfare of thousands of GIs, uses human guinea pigs. They, and again, they were these were administered involuntarily without disclosure. Again, that guy that, that you can go up on the YouTube and see, the one I mentioned earlier, the Marine, he wasn't told what he was given. They don't have to. They own you. In the military in particular, they own you. That's how they view it. Matsumoto wrote, quote, The unethical experiments detailed in the book are ongoing, with little prospect of being self-limiting because they have been shielded from scrutiny and public accountability by national security concerns. Shielded from scrutiny and public accountability by national security. That's a, it's an it's a, it's a issue of national security. So that gives them the excuse to... Uh, impose all these draconian things on the troops and on other people. Man, this world's evil. The Bible says the whole world lieth in wickedness. Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Also as it was in the days of Lot. What was going on in Lot's day? Sodom and Gomorrah? What was going on in Noah's day? Well, we have the fallen angels coming down, procreating with women. 
And there were giants in the earth in those days, and there was these Nephilim creatures, the fallen ones. I've done tons of studies on that. Just key in Nephilim, N-E-P-H. Just key that in my search box on my homepage. You'll find any any word. You don't even have to enter the whole word, just part of the word in the search box on the homepage. You'll find it. You don't have to have... You have to have the, the correct spelling up, you know, even if it's four letters, it has to be the correct spelling. But you'll find it. The Bible says in, in Genesis 6, where it talks about that, it says there were the, that the thoughts of man's minds was, was only evil continually. That was Noah's day. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. You've got to have your mind totally darkened. You've got to be totally, totally evil to be participating in this stuff and having no conscience about it. I mean, if you're, if you're one of the ones behind the vaccination stuff that we're talking about here. Other research shows that squalene is the experimental anthrax vaccine ingredient that caused devastating autoimmune diseases and deaths from many of the Gulf War veterans from the U.S., U.K., and Australia. I'm saying this over because you're hearing it from different sources medical sources or investigative journalists that are saying this, coming to the same conclusion. And yet, it continues, yet it, meaning squalene, continues to be used today for new vaccine development in labs. Even though this U.S. federal judge told the Pentagon that they can't use it in 2004. Well, I guess they just weren't quite wanting to obey that judge that day, and now they're putting in all the vaccines to give to us and to eject into our little babies. Other research shows that squalene... Okay, I already read that, I'm sorry. There are now data in more than two dozen peer-reviewed scientific papers from ten different laboratories in the U.S., Europe, Asia, Australia, documenting that squalene-based adjuvants can induce autoimmune diseases in animals observed in mice, rats, guinea pigs, and rabbits. Two dozen peer-reviewed scientific papers proving this, that this squalene garbage does this. Matsumoto's book includes numerous case studies of GIs Afflicted with one or more of the above syndromes, their devastating effects, and the outlandish U.S. government reaction. Failing to acknowledge their existence or a connection between them and the administered vaccines. I mean, if this doesn't get you fired up, your wood's wet. This should get you mad. Righteous indignation. Be ye angry and sin not. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Doesn't this kind of get you mad? Well, God gets mad. He gets mad at sin every day. God hates wickedness. This, what we need to do is devote this anger to effectual fervent prayer. Righteously indignant prayer. I find that's when I get my best results in prayer. I see those chemtrails flying overhead. I get righteous indignant behind the wheel. Because I, I'm, I'm looking like they're spraying poison on my little girl, on these innocent children. Mm-mm. 
I'm sorry. I, I, I get mad. I don't start cussing and using cuss words. But I am telling you, I have seen that type of prayer literally keep chemtrail planes out of the sky for weeks and weeks and weeks. When at the same time around the country, people are getting chemtrailed out beyond belief. It really does work. Now, I'm not saying there's not other people praying the same way in my area, but that's the solution. So, the, they've got all these this proof to prove this stuff. This is just one ingredient, one of the many horrific witch brew ingredients in the vaccines. They've got all this proof, and um, the government's failed to acknowledge their existence or their connection between them and the administered vaccines. Well, the Georgia Guidestones, which is how I start out my avian flu presentation, flat out states, which is the Ten Commandments of the New World Order, First commandment being reduce world population to 500 million. We're at six point, over 6.5 billion right now. So we're looking at about a 90 to a 95% reduction. Or 90, around 90. Well, that sounds pretty draconian to me. Ted Turner was even more ambitious. He wanted to bring it down to 250 to 300 million. Good old Ted. And the government also denies the effects of the other toxic Gulf theater exposures like depleted uranium that we mentioned, as well as withholding meaningful treatments or protocols. So why does Washington sanction its use? According to Matsumoto, the scientists in the United States are now literally invest, invested in squalene. Disturbingly, many of the cutting-edge vaccines currently in development by the National Institutes of Health and its corporate partners contain squalene in one formulation or another. There is squalene in the prototype recumbent vaccines for HIV, malaria, herpes, influenza, including the swine flu strain, cytomegalovirus, human, human papillomavirus. Some of these are intended for mass immunizations around the globe. And that possibility should terrify everyone enough to refuse any mandate or doctor's prescription to take them, end of quote. Now, I'm going to go ahead and stop here because um, I've got to go to the next part or we're going to run over an hour and 15 minutes. So, God bless you and we'll see you in part two.